ladies and gentlemen, the idiosyncratic guy, George Cruz. Listeners, what up? For those who may or may not know, I go by the name of George Cruz, and this is the very first episode of the Idiosyncratic Guy podcast. I know a lot of people haven't heard from me in quite some time, some years, so I guess this is my reintroduction to those who knew me, so I guess I'm going to just kill two birds with one stone. I'm not going to keep y'all dragging for long, so I'm going to just get right into it. Speak on many things such as what I've been up to, reason for this podcast, and so forth. So basically, I'll start this story off about where I've been. Uh, start from the beginning. Uh, so when I quit social media altogether, I mean, it wasn't something I just woke up and decided. It kind of lingered for a while because, you know, I was only on Instagram at the time. I already quit Facebook. I wasn't on Twitter and I realized all I would do is just post something and just go I got to a point where I wasn't even responding to comments or anything I wasn't even checking if I got likes on the picture I was just post and go just post and go and I think it really started because it started feeling like the same thing I mean I signed on and I would scroll to like the first 20 people, you know, it'd pretty much be the same thing. People post very common things in their day. Uh, some people began to become very boring. And I was just like, man, I'm not into it. So after a while, I went from looking at the first 20 to the first 15 to the first 10. And I was just like, you know, I just stopped going altogether. I was just post my picture and go. And I wouldn't even post much. I remember you would see a big gap between the most recent picture and the picture before that. It would be like 13 weeks. You know, I just wasn't into it. So all in all, I just let go of social media. I deleted my Instagram and just lived on. So I remember I got hit up by my boy Mike. Salute to my guy. He hit me up. He was like, yo, G, you all right? I said, yeah, I'm good. Why are you asking? You know, and he said, I haven't seen you post anything in a while. I just wonder if everything okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. I just, I deleted it. Actually, I just don't find it entertaining anymore. And he was like, yeah, dude, be the same BS over and over. And I remember I got hit up by another person who will remain nameless because I don't F with them anymore. They asked me, how could I live on without social media? And that question right there was a problem to me because it's like, I mean, we was living before it. I mean, I would hope so. Even though social media did play in a lot of our lives since we were younger. I remember growing up, there was the Black Planet, which got into MySpace. Then that went into the Facebook. So it was like social media kind of did play, but it wasn't as much as an impact as it was growing up like now you kind of really need social media which i'll get onto maybe either later on in this episode or a future episode but to me it didn't it wasn't really not even said really it wasn't a hard decision for me maybe because i came to that realization maybe about two years ago prior to my exit 
Um, so a dear friend of mine who goes by the name of Keisha, she one time wrote on Facebook, uh, I think she got to a point where she was like, people relied on social media too much and they are so absorbed with it that they are not doing anything in their real lives. So she did this kind of challenge where she had everybody not log on to their social media. I think at the time that was just Facebook. I can't remember if Instagram was popping off at the time. But she had everybody log on for a week. And you basically, you know, whether it was like in a record, whether it was in a diary or a journal, whatever, how you want to, or mentally record, like what you did for the week, just go out, do something, really interact with people. And, you know, I did it. I was like, you know, let's see how it goes. Like, because I think at that time I wasn't addicted, but obviously I was on it. And when I went to go do it, it wasn't bad. I did a lot of things, uh, got a lot of things accomplished, you know, for the time being. Uh, I know mainly uh, I got reconnected with my relationship with God or my bond, I would say. And it was pretty cool. So when I came back on, from there, it was like I didn't need it. Like, I did way more stuff than I did when I was just glued to Facebook at the time. So it was a cool experience. So I'll say she kind of helped me out on that. So going fast forward back to the time where I exit, you know, slowly people would realize like I wasn't there because they'd be like, I'm looking for your name, but I don't see you. And I'm like, yo, I haven't been on for like months. At the time, it was months. And I always got that why, why, why and everything. And you're going to be back. But slowly, I just proved them wrong. Well, some part, but because social media is, it was just entertainment for me. It wasn't nothing more. And I think looking back at it now, though I wouldn't admit it, it really did play a very detrimental part because it helped me make decisions whether it was good or bad about people I was surrounded with. Because at the end of the day, social media does play a part in our lives, you know, it reveals to us about certain people in certain places and everything. So I'm not going to say it's all bad, but it's just, it got to a point where a lot of negative came about it more than positive. So during my time away, I went through a lot of experiences and um, mainly my main thing was just career. Like, you know, as you get older and times just go by so fast, like, five to ten years could just pass and you you know you get to a point you look back and I don't know if everyone is like me but with each year that passed I like to look back and see if I've grown or not and I'm openly honest with not only myself but with other people and I really wasn't growing as much as as I wanted to though I've grown a lot I feel like which probably is common with most people I should be in a better position in life though I know the type of person I am I'm gonna always want more I could have had more had I made better decisions in the past so I've really been focusing on that in these years and uh that's pretty much uh leading up to now I think no I know what I want in my life I'm just kind of 
walking down that road, taking all the right steps and making sure that at the end of that road, I'm at where I want it to be. And even if I get to where I want to be and I decide I want to go even further, I know at least I can look back and say I've grown drastically since I last left. So, um, like I said, looking back, what made me want to do a podcast, uh, those who know me know that I've never been shy about speaking my opinion, though in the past I've been very reckless with it. I think I became this kind of, I'll say character, at least that's how I personally felt, you know, internally, like, I felt like I was living up to a character that I love. It's kind of like how actors, they always known as a certain character. And, like, no matter how much they try to shake it, that's their character. That's kind of how I felt. To make more sense to it, for example, back in high school, you know, I was voted most outspoken. I was voted most dramatic, too. We'll talk about that a little later. But... And that wasn't a character of mine. That was just who I am. Like, I've always been opinionated. I've always spoke the, my honest truth. And, you know, I'm the type of person, if you ask me for my opinion, I'm going to give you my honest opinion. It wasn't me trying to be the realest nigga or anything. It was just, that's just who I am. I'm not going to talk behind your back. I'm just, just going to tell you. But then it got to a point where it was like, I started speaking even when I wasn't at. And it started just manifesting into this character so i was comfortable with that character and i kind of went with it and then i realized it kind of brought kind of problems onto my life itself because when you just go out and just speak on something you know there's chances it's not even if it rubbed the person the wrong way and there are people with very 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 light skin or i can't think of a good word right now to describe it best but they can't handle it but it's like it wasn't meant to be said it didn't have to be said there's a time and place for everything and i really felt like every time and every place is meant for what i had to say so i definitely had to learn to control that in a sense and it just became very obvious to me that you know once i learn how to control that like I control myself, my words, my actions, everything that come with it. So, but on a positive note, I mean, people really did gravitate and appreciate the things I said because, I mean, I my, all my words wasn't negative. It was very positive, you know, you know, excluding the entertaining parts about it because I had a lot of people laughing and stuff. It was just, you know, I spoke, I felt like I didn't just speak my truth. I spoke truth what a lot of people felt but a lot of people aren't vocal like me a lot of people or they just don't know how to say it, and i say it best for them and that's kind of common in my social life like i i'm usually a mediator in situations and somewhat like a translator like when a person want to say something they don't know the right way to say it i just say it for them and you know they let me assist in that way so you know with what's been going on in my departure, you know, everything, I like to speak on what's been happening and everything. And I'm like, you know, I could do a podcast. Now, this idea came about a good, I'm going to say, year, year and a half ago. 
And a lot of times when I sit back and think and I reflect on my past, like I said, I'll look back whether on a year or a few years back, I think about where I was and where I wanted to be and everything. And as with most people, when you're young, you know, you have that question pop in your life. What do you want to be when you grow up? And, you know, we have these ideas or we want to be doctors or firemen. You know, little kids have that. Then they grow up and things change. And then the reality is a lot of times a lot of people don't really follow through what they want to be because it's not really what it, they really want. It's just what sounded good. Um, I mean, mine was pretty, I mean, come on. The first thing I said I wanted to be was an astronaut. That was when I was, like, young. I remember in, like, first grade, I said I wanted to be a porn star, and I was after me and do dude, we discovered porn. Not together, no homo pause. I'm just saying, like, we found his father's, uh, I don't know if y'all remember this for those around my age bracket or higher, the Playboy magazines. I think Spice had one, too, but it was, like, it wasn't, it was another one. I can't remember the name, but it's, like, Real raunchy magazines. I don't even... I'm not even sure they still make magazines anymore, or at least like that. But that's what we found then. Um, for those that was growing up in the 90s, um, we found it in his father's... Uh, it's like them old school TV stands. Uh, it was like brown, wooden, and it'll have like drawers, like dresser drawers in it. And it was... It, it, it's like... You pull it all the way out, and it'll be like that area. That's where we found it. That's where he had it hidden, and that's where we were. So I wanted to be a porn because I always had this infatuation with women. Like, yes, even in first grade, I was never afraid of catching cooties. The the, the children cooties, not the Magic Johnson cooties that we know about now. Just, you know, the kitty cooties, because to me it's like I didn't care as long as these girls like me and whatever, chase me around the playground and all that. I did hate that Georgie Poisey song. I used to hate that. But, um, so yeah, I just went on this whole uh, wheel of all these things I wanted to be. But the main careers I really wanted to stick on was entertainment. And the first time I ever experienced the real way I was like yeah I want to do this I remember a third grade trip uh, for those who went to Harry D um we went to what is that the college called? uh was it Old West Old Westbury College and we went into like this I guess it was like a production room or something they let us talk on a mic pause um I guess it was, like, practice for being on the radio, and they let us say whatever we want. Like, we would say, like, give a little shout-outs and everything. I just shouted out my mother. I think I forgot my sisters at the time, but I don't know. I just said I want to say a shout-out to my mother. Hi, Mommy. Um, but that's pretty much where it just starts. Because I remember me and the dudes I was with at the time, we was just talking. And, yes, I, this is what I remember. Just, like, you know, we just go on the radio, this and that. But, you know, that was, like I said, that was just a kid, you know, as I got older, the careers changed and everything. Because, you know, I didn't take it seriously. I thought it was just the time being, whatever. But then that dream came back 
when I was about, I'll tell you, this is when I had my summer job in 2005, and I was going into my senior year. I was 17 at the time. And I had a job at the PAL in, in Harlem, and um, I was with a production team. I think I was the fuck, because the other two people that was supposed to be there, I think they quit or something, whatever. But I worked with this woman who remained nameless at the time. Maybe I'll speak about her on a future episode. But, you know, she would, so we would uh, walk, uh, for those who don't know about New York, uh, 125th in Harlem. That's basically a shopping strip. There's a bunch of stores over there. I haven't been there in quite some time, so I don't know what's new over there. I heard there's some dope stores over there but back then it was the jimmy jazz it was uh just a couple of uh, clothing stores sneaker stores you know electronic stores and all that so we was walking on and she was you know she asked she was like you're really good at this stuff like the camera and everything and she was like what do you want to do when you get older and i was like i have you know interest in radio and all that and she, she told me she could help me, and she was going to help me. She said she was going to introduce me to some people at Hot 97, and it was another radio station. I forgot what it was. I remember it was popular back then, but it wasn't as popular as, like, a Hot 97 or 1051. Like, I remember I wasn't paying it any mind because I was like, I'm young, so obviously I'm going to just jump on to the first one that sounds popular because you know when you're young you're not thinking out an adult thing you're not looking at it as take the opportunity you know and build on and maybe you'll break make something out of that or you know you'll break into something else so obviously i just thought about right there at that time like at level on uh power and um miss jones in the morning so i'm like you know when she mentioned she got connections at high 97 i'm like all right cool i mean you know go with that um but i don't take partial blame because i never fell through with it i never you know went back to like hey you know what's going on this now i kind of just was late i was lazy i was a lazy kid back then i can honestly admit that i was lazy so you know that's where that happened but then at the high school when I graduated in 2006, about, it was like a year after. I know it's kind of funny to bring this up, but I was going to do a porno. And uh, the reason I bring that up, because, you know, with the whole production, I was going to be on and off the camera. And I had I had a crew with me, which I will explain in the later episode. But I just want to get to the production part. Like, we had everything set up. Everything from a place to cameras and everything. It was just, we had it all. And I was just really good because at that time, I was cool with a dude who was really good with stuff like that. Like, you know, uh, I guess speaking in now terms, like mixes and everything, like, you know, editing. And we Like, I was that guy. Even with me, I had graphic designer skills, like, which I definitely will talk about. I should get on that right now, actually. To get sidebar real quick, where I got my graphic designing skills. I don't have them anymore per se. I don't know. I guess maybe it'll be like riding a bike once I try it again. I'll get it. But where I learned that was from this girl I used to talk to. She her nickname was Cornbread. I don't know why our family gave her that nickname, but uh, she was 
exceptionally well with Photoshop. And I remember I asked her to teach me, and she just told me to download the program, and then she just told me, you know, go from there. So I, at the time, I thought it was insult because I'm like, yo, teach me. She's not teaching me. But she actually taught me a lesson. She said, no, I'm going to show you some stuff, and you're going to teach yourself. The best way to learn something is when you teach yourself, you know. And I think that's good because, you know, I'm, you know, even in this time of day, like, I'm very hands-on with stuff. I like to be there to know it. I don't like people just do it and then let me just watch them. Like, I want to do it while you're doing it. I don't know if I should say pause at this time, but whatever. I'm trying to prove a point. So, yeah, going back to production, like, I had all of that when I was, you know, I, it's, I just always been into that. Then I just got lazy. You know, things happened in my life and people started leaving my life, you know, whether it's by death or just we cut ties when I separated. It's just, you know, I got to that point where it was like, you know, I'm just, I got comfortable with being the average Joe, having a job, you know, like, whether it was like a retail job or something. It was just, I was comfortable with that. But I guess as I got older and wiser, I can honestly say now I'm not comfortable with that kind of stuff. I don't work those type of jobs no more, but... I mean, just working at, you know, I, not knocking anybody that do those, just salute to those who do, but when you my age, or let me be more precise, if you were born in the 80s, well, it was early 80s or late 80s, and you're content with being a cashier, I don't know, that, that that's just not how I want to live, personally, I just... I don't know. That's just weird to me. That's I, like it's, you know you work and I'm and I don't know everyone's story. I'm not knocking no one's story, but when you work at a place and like even when you go into like a family dollar, you walk in and you see this real old cashier. Now she might just be or he. Let me not play a sexist card. She or he. Might just be working as a side job. They might have another job. They might just be doing that on the side. But let's just say for story-wise, that person, that's their bread and butter. That's how they make their money. Let's say there was a note. They were in a crisis where they needed a job. They just lost their job. They worked there because they like working there. That's good and everything. But... You're forty something. You're doing being a cashier. I mean, are you getting any type of ben like real benefits? Like that's another thing we'll touch on uh, uh, maybe later on this episode. Whatever, but you want you want something with real benefits, like real benefit, and you're not really doing much with a cashier job. And that's what my mind started transitioning as as I got older. Is like, do I want to work at this place in ten years? 20 or even 30 do i want to retire here that's that's what it was it's like earlier you know during that whole early social break before i left and I, I was i was content i was content working at a retail i was just like you know as long as i get money i'm good and then it comes to the point like is this really the money i'm trying to obtain like you know like it because in a way it kind of really don't matter where you work. You, your paycheck kind of looks the same. But at the same time, it doesn't because 
is the work you put in and how high on the food chain you want to be at. You know, it's, I just got to the point where it's like, I don't want to be content with this type of lifestyle. The average Joe life is not for me. I'm not meant to have that life. I have too many ideas, too many creative ideas to be just sitting at some register or folding clothes or whatever. Like, and like I said, I'm not knocking anybody. That's just not the lane I want to be in. I don't want to be 30 plus folding clothes, going home, talking on social media and being like, I'm living a good life. I don't want to bring any kids into this life and I'm folding clothes and, you know what I mean? I mean, you're a manager or whatever, yeah, that's cool, but it, that's just not me. I don't find that to be okay. I, it, I hope, I would hope that everybody that do that have a higher plan. You know, if you're folding clothes, you're cashiering at Walmart or something, you have a, a plan B or something like you're not just going to be there until the day. I ain't going to say day you die because you could die at any time to the day that it's time for retirement. You shouldn't want to retire as a cashier. And I feel like that's where people mindset was. And that's kind of why I had to break loose of people, too. That's another thing that social media had me learn. A lot of people aren't entertaining. A lot of people aren't smart. They just sound it. In those 140 characters, or I guess more because it's unlimited now. I don't know, but they don't have nothing going on for them. And slowly as I let go of social media and I really chilled with some of them or just even talk, I learned that they they were not interesting going out with them and everything. It, they were boring. They looked... They look better on Instagram. And now you just talk about physically. I'm talking about the whole shebang. Verbally, everything. Like, they were better on my app than in real life. Their app life was more entertaining than in real life. They were lit on these apps, but not in real life. My God, the list goes on. But I will definitely save that for later. It's so much I can talk about. But I'm going to save all these good times. And that's kind of what I want to roll into. This is what my podcast will be about. Not just my life. The life about my peoples. And I'm going to have guests on here. It's not just going to be me. I just wanted my first episode to just be me talking about myself. But I'm definitely going to have some guests on here. Now, the guest is going to be handpicked by me, of course. People who are interesting on and off social media. People who I know that can bring something to the table. Like, really bring something to the table. People who, you know, everybody say, I have that je ne sais quoi. I feel like these people do too. They have that something that you're going to love about them. You're going to love what we talk about. You know, they might irk you because they irk me sometimes. I annoy them. I know I annoy them. If they say I don't, they lie. But they're going to bring great things to the table. It's going to be entertaining topics, whether it's something going on in my life or they want to speak on their life. I won't, I won't say I won't completely not talk about any type of trending topics because there are sometimes I look at things as like, 
I do want to speak on it or whatever, or I do actually rather just, you know, do text message or something. But it just won't be that, well, what happened this week? Oh, well, hey, this week, this person cheated on it. It's not going to be none of that because that's not the type of life I live. I don't do the blogs and everything, and so that's not how I live. But there might be something that happened, and I might want to speak on because I can relate or whatever, and I know I'm going to bring on a good panel of people that will come on, whether it be me and another person or me and a group of people, or maybe there might even be future episodes with just me alone. I just want to get some things off my chest, but you're going to, you're going to enjoy it. And what separate me from other podcasts and other people want to go down the road of entertainment. I think I should just let y'all judge that for yourselves. So, like I said, this first episode, this is just me reintroducing myself. I mean, I just wanted to show y'all what made me get off social media. I mean, I have to come back. I'm I'm back on social media, uh, Instagram and Twitter. I mean, I have to because if I'm going down this road, I have to, you know. I And that, that was a big struggle itself. Like if For those close to me, they know that I got so comfortable with my private Like, it... it I won't say I banked on it, but in a way, it was a good feeling that when I run into people and they'll say, man, I haven't heard from you in a while, like, what you've been up to. It's like, it kept the convo real fresh and real entertaining because it's like, you know, I let them know what I've been up to. But I had a kind of realization that I do need social media in a way if I want to be in this field. And, you know, a lot of books I read really helped me get on to that. But as long as I remember, social media doesn't define my life. It is a tool. I'll be okay. So, um, yeah, I got back on. And so you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, G-Mother-F-N-C. G-M-O-T-H-A-F-N-C. Um... Yeah, so I think I just want to wrap that up for this episode for now. Um, like I said, I don't know how often I will post these podcasts. I don't want to give you, I'll say I'll do it every week and then some, but I will definitely make this consistent because I'm serious about them. I'm serious about my career because when I really sat down and reflect on my past, I remember vaguely saying I wanted a talk show. And a lot of people always say, like, yeah, you could do it. And when I say mainly radio, but my ultimate goal is a late-night talk show. And people just like, yeah, I could see you being like a Charlemagne. I mean, salute to Charlemagne, but I don't want to be a Charlemagne. I want to be George Cruz. I am George Cruz, and I'm going to show you who George Cruz is. So, you know, just sit back. Um, you know, plug me in however you want. Pause. I know that's definitely a pause one. But it's like, you know, socially, you know, do what you do. I'll do what I do. And, you know, I just appreciate those who's coming on board with all of this. Uh, man, I feel like I just got out of jail. And I'm so lost on, like, things right now. Like, social media have changed drastically. Like, ah, when I... <laughs> Name my Instagram account. I was just looking like I don't remember none of this crap. Like it looked totally different than when I left it off as. So um, 
But I, I'm a quick learner. It's not like I'm way out there. Like I, I'm a ain't like I'm gonna be on there looking dumb and anything. But just look at it like how the rappers they get out of jail and they make their account and it's kind of like they still learning it. But I'll be on board. I'm definitely gonna do what I do. But yeah, um, that's it for this episode. I appreciate that y'all listening and you know. In the near future, y'all got anything y'all want to say? Obviously, I'm open for any type of suggest. Well, honestly, let me not lie. I don't know if I'm going to say I'm open for suggest because, like I said, this is kind of going to be what I want to talk about or anything. But, I mean, you know, hopefully I get good feedback. I mean, I, I take negative feedback, too. I've got it on my YouTube. I was looking at my old YouTube video and... I look. I read some of the comments. I read all the comments. I ain't gonna say some. I read all the comments, and it's funny. But even the bad ones. But you know, it is what it is. So, till next time, I am George Cruz, the idiosyncratic guy, signing out. See y'all in the next episode.